0: We're back, and you are listening to Kiddish Club, News for Jews podcast. Welcome back. It's nice to be
1: back, everybody. We're going to start off this episode by saying a thank you to one of our fans and listeners. That's Joe from Brooklyn, New York, who was kind enough to send us, based on listening to episode 72, Dr. Brown's Celery. It still exists. So it's Dr. Brown's Celery, C-E-L-R-A-Y. It's not celery, because they were cool.
0: <laughs> this is celery-flavored celery- <laughs> soda?
1: Yeah. You, what do you mean? Why are you making like you never
0: tasted it? I never did. You never tasted it? I don't think I ever did.
1: Yeah, I remember tasting it as a kid. I, I don't remember where, I don't remember when, some deli somewhere.
0: You're not going to make me try this, are you? Oh, you're going to
1: try it. We're both going to try it on the air right now. And we're going to report to you in real time. And I think the concept behind the celery soda was, if you're eating like deli, right? You know when you're eating like a very rich, meaty meal.
0: Hearty is the right word you're looking for. Yeah,
1: but like the umami, heavy umami. I don't know what that word means. Your mommy. <laughs> what? Umami. I don't know what that word means. Whenever I mean. say that word, you like, I don't know what that means. But and then know I explain I'd... it to you every time.
0: But I'll tell you, because the word sounds absurd.
1: There is no... How do you explain the flavor of meat, of beef? It's what hearty. It? It's, no? it's savory. It's That's savory, what it is. Savory, yes. so the... That's it.
0: I don't need another word. I think everybody's clear.
1: It's savory. Okay, That that the description of that flavor is umami. How do you describe the flavor of a mushroom? Fungus. No, that's not a flavor.
0: Yeah, but people know what that is.
1: So it's umami, and our tongues can only detect five different types of taste. Sweet, salty, sour, something, and umami. <laughs> Forgot I don't the fourth. think that,
0: and we can't we're not capable of tasting yeah. anything else the because there's our, nothing else.
1: The rest of our taste comes from smell. Which is why connoisseurs of coffee, connoisseurs of whiskey, connoisseurs of wine what they do, if you ever notice, if you ever seen them do a taste, you see them swirl it, then they put it in their mouth, and then you see them inhaling from their mouth. What they're doing, they take the air in from their mouth, and the vapor goes up through the retronasal passage in the back of their mouth, which is where the nose and the mouth connect. And that vapor goes into the retronasal passage, allowing your nose to smell, and that is the, the taste that you're getting. So if you don't believe me, you can try this. You can try this at home.
0: Hold no, you, I, of, hold course, your nose. of course, of course, you can't taste anything, right? You, you have anything. a cold, you can't right. taste the food.
1: The sea, the, the 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 sea sickness, not sea sickness when you go on a boat. <laughs> no, the, you know which no, one I'm talking about. Of course. It's it's the, a beer, the, right? It's the same same name as a beer. You know the Rona sickness when people lost their sense of smell. Everyone was like, "Oh, I hate eating now," because it doesn't taste like anything. That's because most of our taste is coming from smell.
0: So this is a long winded attempt to get me to try this soda. Yes. So what I was saying is that the celery.
1: It's not as sweet, right? The, the concept, I mean, it's loaded with sugar, but the, I guess the concept is when you're eating a deli meal, you want that and you're having that savory, umami meal, you want something that's not like a fruit punch. Fruit punch doesn't go, right? No, you're but what about fruit a Diet punch Coke? With well, Diet Coke's okay, but it's also sweet. Well, Diet Coke is less sweet, let's say. I don't like Diet Coke.
0: I love Diet Coke. I
1: don't, Coke Zero is good. Diet Coke's no good. Mm-mm.
0: Just for the taste of it, Diet no, Coke. That's no, me.
1: No. Oh, and bitter. That was the other thing that we could sense. So it's sweet, salty, sour, bitter, and? Umami? Same. Umami! I, I'm you not comfortable it. with the word. But you got it now. Okay. You got it now. So you ready? You ready to go?
0: Oh, goodness. All right, and let's both try this. We already, so let's just... I didn't say a bracha. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. Um, it does... It smells like celery. I wouldn't call this celery soda. But you see what I'm saying? It's not sweet. It's It's nuanced. It's like it's an nuanced, undertone yeah. of celery. Yeah. It's kind of good.
1: Listen, I remember. Reminds this me of a ginger kid. ale. Yeah, which is also not sweet, right? Ginger right. ale's not really. But as sweet. But that's a
0: great soda.
1: Yeah, this brings me back to my
0: childhood. But it brings ginger ale brings me back to being sick. I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. why. <laughs>
1: because we all have ginger ale when we have stomach issues. Because ginger is a natural cure for stomach viruses. And
0: is there real ginger in the ginger kale? Some yes, some no. <laughs> but thank you,
1: <laughs> thank you for that sensitive wave. of. <laughs> uh, another thing we're going to be doing going forward. You ready for this one? From now on, we are asking all of our WhatsApp people. If you're not in our WhatsApp group, join our WhatsApp group. Link is in the show notes and it's also on our website, kiddushclubpodcast.com. If you're not there, join. And now once you join, we are looking for you to be on the cast. Send us your voice note. Tell us a funny story. Tell us a funny joke. Tell us a Misa. Tell us something that you think we should be talking about. Yell at us. Tell us what we're doing wrong. We're going to listen to it, and if we like it, you are going to be on the cast.
0: I like that idea.
1: Yeah. Isn't that good? And this episode is sponsored by Bedtime. If you're in the market for a new mattress, there's absolutely no reason you should be paying full price for Sealy, uh, Serta, any of those brands, because if you go to Bedtime, you're going to get the same quality with a 10-year warranty at up to 50% off of the prices that you would pay for those named brands. And now, for our listeners, mention that Kittish Club sent you, and you will get free delivery in the tri-state area.
0: There's nothing quite like a brand new mattress, you know?
1: The new mattress smell, yes. <laughs> I
0: don't know. That... <laughs> <laughs> you sleep better, you yes. know? And it's something that can just go unnoticed. Like, you can be having poor sleep for, like, months, and every morning you wake up, like, I got to get a new mattress, and you never end up doing it. Let this be your call to action,
1: And you know that there's one side of that mattress that is sagging. (laughs) We all have it. There's no reason. Think about all the dumb things that you spend money on. You spend so much of your life sleeping. It may as well be a comfortable sleep. Check them out. They're bedtime. You can contact them at 917-923-3644. And again, mention Kiddish Club, and that's going to get you free delivery in the tri-state area. And of course, this will be in the show notes. You can follow up with them and follow up with their number from the show notes. And so let's just jump right into it. Did you go to the Adire Hatara event?
0: I didn't. I was on the fence, go, don't go. Then it got sold out. And it's, you know, from here, from New York, it's a two-hour uh, journey. So it wasn't exactly, but I heard I missed an absolutely gorgeous event.
1: Well, you could watch the whole thing. They have a video of the entire thing. I did watch a whole bunch of it. I am going to play just a little bit of it because I will tell you, when I saw this part, when I saw this part, I, I felt bad that I wasn't there. I, I was jealous that I wasn't there.
0: You know, this is, uh, just to tell you, it's a common theme with me. It's like I need to be like coaxed and cajoled into going to these things like the CMHS, right? A thousand percent. I was but I like, think for different reasons, you and I.
1: Wait, 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 explain to the listeners what it is. We didn't even tell everybody what okay. is it.
0: So Adiri Torah is a, a, an event that is celebrating the <clears throat> Kailul Yungalite that dedicate their whole life to just studying Torah all day long. Right. So it's not about donors, it's not about the people who support, it's about the main body of learners.
1: Right. Yeah, but, you know, the, the parts where you see everybody dancing and singing, it, it, it you know, if you don't get moved by that, you have to check your yikes.
0: But it's also very different when you're there. When you're there and you're surrounded and it's just the music and the people, it's just, it's, it's, it's next level.
1: Here it is. Take a look. Here's some of it. I mean, here you see everybody getting into it and the dancing and the holding hands, and, and it warms the heart. But when I see that, my anxiety peaks once again because the thought of, you know, 20,000 Jews in a room in Philadelphia or wherever it was in Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. My anxiety just goes through the roof, and I can't go to these things.
0: Well, so you've never gone to a concert of any type? I mean, it's I the have. same. It's so. so As it's- you know, I went to Yishai Rebo. So when it's an organized concert, you usually have enough room. You're usually not, uh, you don't feel claustrophobic. Like when we were talking about uh, uh, crowded events, I'm talking about like Sliches at the Kaisel. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that scares is, me. Yeah, that scares that's me. scary.
1: No, but this is scary too because it's a Jewish event. What does a of Jewish event Jews? have to do with it? It's only Jews. So what? And if any crazy terrorist? Oh, so that's your fear? Yes. What'd you think? No, I was I scared about getting just stepped just on too by, by uh, a yeah, creeper. No, that was my fear. So that happened, and it looked really nice. Uh, Kiddush Hashem for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would have loved to be there, but I know myself;
0: I wasn't going. You know what's crazy is Rav Dov Landau. Came in from Eretz Yisrael, just for this. Just for this. I mean, he he and flew I private, dri- and I
1: couldn't drive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you couldn't drive two hours, but he got on a plane, a private jet. Private PJ. Private. Somebody sponsored a private Ooh, jet. Ooh la la. And well, I mean, he's in his eighties. You right. know what I'm saying? He's not yeah. exactly going LL coach. <laughs> so, so they sponsored. They sponsored bringing him over and just having him there was just a tremendous... Chizok. Yeah, for the island.
1: Amazing, amazing. Listen, if you were to send me a private jet to get there from New York, I would have gone.
0: No, we could have arranged a chopper for you. No, I won't do that. Why? Scary. Too scary for (laughs) you. (laughs) You need need jets. I need medication, I think. Yeah, maybe. You know what? Listen to me. There are therapists that'll (laughs) knock you out using ketamine and just... You just wake up there. I'm ready. You might be a little groggy though.
1: Okay, I- I'm ready. I'm ready for it. All right, next year. Okay, That's our show. Also, there was the uh, Celebrate Israel parade, which I think used to be called the Salute to Israel parade. And uh, here's a clip of it. I mean, nothing much to hear, but we'll include it in our WhatsApp. And uh, all the all the big politicians were there. You had here's a here's a clip of uh, Kathy Hochul with Mayor Adams walking the uh, the parade. It went off. There was no major protests. There was no major violence. Uh, and speaking of Mayor Adams, uh, I'm sure many saw this. It was on Yeshiva World. It was actually featured on Yeshiva World. So, with all the illegal aliens coming into New York, oh, when I call them illegal aliens, what were they called now? I'm not
0: sure. Migrants. Maybe. Yeah, migrants. Just
1: migrants. Okay. With all of them coming to New York, because New York City is a sanctuary city. Correct. And Mayor Adams has been sounding the alarm, saying we can't handle this. It's too much money. We have nowhere to put them. So he's been trying to come up with, you know, creative ways on where to house them. And he announced that 50 houses of worship across the five boroughs will be housing migrants.
0: Now, is this an order or or did he request from the houses of worship? Like, is he's, he It's going a request. To, yeah, it's a request. So yeah. he's not saying, "Hey, you." house these migrants. No,
1: he's not going to Bubov and like, okay, you guys are getting, <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> Bubov and Barabak will Seven, not. We need to make room. <laughs> Did you see? Did you mock me Kavir? I'm sorry. <laughs> not anymore. And Chul Dix, uh, so I'm going to pray here. <laughs> this is uh, what I pray.
1: You're telling me they speak Yiddish better than I do at this point. Well. Well, they will by the time they're done.
0: If they end up getting into summer, they'll blend right in. <laughs>
1: And going back to the Celebrate Israel Parade, we have another update on the Angel Bakery boycott.
0: Yes. I can't believe that it came to a close so quickly, but...
1: I'm glad you brought that up. Because, well, first, let's mention, if you don't know what's going on in Angel's Bakery, go back and listen to previous episodes. The previous episode, one episode ago, two episodes ago, uh, there's been a boycott, the Haredimah boycotting. Angel's Bakery. And despite Angel Bakery, which is a franchise claiming that it's not affecting their business, we know it's affecting their business. I mean, we played a video of people spray painting the word Angel off and a lot of people dropping the franchise. So when Rev Edelstein passed away, the owner, Angel himself, I didn't didn't realize his name is Angel, but yes, his name is Angel. He went to pay a shiva call and he actually wrote a written apology. And so once he did that, They called off the dogs
0: and that's how you know that it was really affecting them right for sure
1: but but here's my question like okay so they were boycotting and they were like militantly boycotting right we saw some videos of people and we played the last episode where someone was screaming and calling them a molek so like so all of that he writes a letter like oh you know i'm sorry we didn't mean anything by it we just didn't want to get political and they're like okay you're forgiven
0: Come You're on. saying it was too
1: too quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? This whole thing was just to get a letter of apology like, and get we're some good. Game, yeah. Right? Like, put it this way if we were in Israel, the two of us, right? And now we're not having all the Angels Bakery stuff that we always have every Shabbos and we love, and we're like, no, we're gonna hold the line. We are gonna keep the boycott alive. And then they send a letter and like, oh, sorry. And then you get word, okay, boycotts off. <laughs> no <laughs> boycott's
0: who's over. Doing yeah, this yeah, yeah, for? yeah, yeah. But the truth is, listen they they're vulnerable they're sitting Shiva right someone comes with a letter of apology i mean it's very hard to hold your ground
1: no because you're representing all of Saral here you're not representing one family and i get that but there there was a movement and it was an ideology that was in place and nothing has changed you know this didn't affect anyone on their end it seems all he did was write an apology and it was like a half-baked apology in my opinion in my estimation
0: i think it being really hard i think it's you know that's the spirit of of, of haredi jewry is the spirit of forgiveness so
1: you would have been fine if you were in israel and they were like okay guys boycott's over they sent us a letter i would
0: have been like oh i was having fun with this boycott but <laughs> you know it, when it's over it's over it's not supposed to last forever know,
1: let them make a donation that would have been nice we're donating a hundred thousand shekel.
0: you know we're really sorry about what happened, and you know for a donation, we're going to give uh, every yeshiva going to get a one thousand rugelach. <laughs> and, then, and like, then like this would for sure please, yeah, exactly, like the masses exactly, Yoili, we must get to the angel bakery free rugelach. I don't care about boycotting him boycott hair. <laughs> but the truth is <laughs> that would have been nice <laughs> so you're saying do something for the individual i'm
1: saying do something that shows that you're sorry and that's a, even a drop painful to you make some sort effort, of effort right? exactly A letter's not enough not enough interesting Not enough so I, I i kind of do you're on my side now
0: yeah no i agree i mean look it's free rugelach <laughs> how could you go wrong <laughs> babka would be nice too <laughs> Free Sky's chala. the limit. Free challah. I think for like one month, everyone should just, look, you weren't getting the sales. Exactly. Create some goodwill.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I'm sure they had a ton
0: of extra challah. Right, one hundred percent. They were probably just and throwing guess what? It, if the, if, the, if it was free, there would be announcements from the beam Exactly. Say, go to Angel Bakery. Exactly. They and would be screaming from those cars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like, could you imagine all that chala? I'm sure that every Friday, like when they were when it was closing time, there was tons of chala that they were probably like, what were they doing with yeah, it? that has the, to go into they the. They were garbage. sending it to the Gaza Strip, no question.
0: They were sending it to the Gaza Strip. <laughs> What is this bread here? What is this, where is the pita? Where is the pita? Musa, this is Hala. <laughs> you don't make fun of it, it's free. You understand, bread is bread. Yani. Exactly, so, so you, get, you get where I'm coming from. That's interesting though, because really what did they do with it? They really must have sold it to Gaza.
1: Uh, for sure, I wasn't kidding. I, I mean, I don't know that for sure, but it, to me that makes sense. And moving throughout Asia, I'm sure you saw the news about the Indian bridge that collapsed for a second time.
0: I this to me was like how do you get it
1: so wrong? Well, here's a video of it and we're going to include this of course in the WhatsApp. It's scary to see. It's 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 frightening. It's something you don't see every day.
0: Uh, to be honest with you, I think it's a miracle that nobody that there were no casualties.
1: Yes, there were no casualties. A tremendous miracle. But I mean right. if
0: you were on that engineering team, <laughs> right? <laughs> How do you even, like, what, how does that meeting look? Okay, we got it wrong one, one, one more time, right? Okay, Rakesh, listen, all right? Third time, gonna be the one, right? Now I know exactly what went wrong.
1: But you know what's crazy? This wasn't like a little piece of a bridge. It was an entire bridge like that went down. Like, they got pretty
0: far on this one. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, it was a huge, giant bridge straight down into the water. <laughs> it's insanity. Yeah. Baruch HaShem, nobody was killed, and that's why we could laugh about it.
0: But, yeah, but you know what? It also gives you an appreciation of what it means. When you look at the Verrazano Bridge, the Golden Gate. You look at these massive bridges, and you realize, like, this is not a joke. No joke. Right? We, we take it for granted how many times we drive over the Verrazano without even thinking twice. Right?
1: Major engineering skills, for a sure. Feet. You ever played those games where you have to build the bridge... You ever play those mobile games where you have to like, um, what is it, World of Goo? I think is one of them, and you have to build a bridge and like things go on the bridge and you ha- it has to hold, and it's really really difficult. Are, are you
0: comparing uh, actual <laughs> life bridges to what an I'm saying? App is game? if
1: I was on this Indian team, that bridge would still be up.
0: You're saying you would have made a, mod- a cartoon <laughs> yes, model. Yes, Interesting. Yes, yes.
1: You know what's funny? You you just remind me of way back when I was in yeshiva, there was a janitor, and we knew he was Jewish, so. Uh, A bunch of us went and just, we were talking to him once, and it turned out, as crazy as this sounds, he was actually from Chernobyl. He was there when the Chernobyl meltdown happened. Is that crazy? Yeah. That's
0: insane. Did he have a third eye?
1: No, he didn't, but he described what it was like, and it was mind-boggling. He mentioned that the morning when they woke up, he said, you know, everybody had hair on their pillow. The streets were completely silent. Everybody was just like bugging out, I guess. But
0: here's the But I always thought that they evacuated on site like when when you they have now like drone footage where they actually went back into Chernobyl and you it's eerie because yes, everything's it's like, just left where exactly, it was. Yeah. Like school classrooms are there with pencils on the desk and books open to what they were learning. Right. And a I, lesson on the board.
1: So you're trying to say he wasn't really from Chernobyl. Is I that mean, where you're coming from?
0: It's a great no, story no, if you wanna if you wanna really no, excite I the I yeshiva book.
1: I could be getting the, the, the facts wrong. It was, you know, some years ago, I don't remember the particulars. But the crazy thing is that he came here from Ukraine and his engineering degree is worthless in the United States and he ended up a janitor in the yeshiva. Because he couldn't get a job.
0: Well, that's the story of a lot of immigrants. Yeah. Right? How many doctors had to take low-paying jobs with no skills needed, and, and, and they're, in, in their country, they would be a surgeon. Right. And they can't do anything with that today. Right.
1: And that's why, had they been housed in somewhere like New Square... <laughs> <laughs> they'd really have a chance. <laughs> they'd have a chance in life. Yeah. <laughs> Moving along, lawmakers in Ireland... Now have a plan to slaughter two hundred thousand cows, and you know the reason, don't you? No. uh,
0: Guess. I mean, take a guess. They're going to kill two thousand, two hundred thousand cows. There's too many cows. Could there be too many cows? I would
1: think not. They're all going vegan. No. But you're getting better. (laughs) You're getting warmer. You're getting warmer. Think green.
0: Oh, greenhouse gases.
1: Yes. From the flatulence of the cows oh
0: dear i can't believe that this is a real issue in our world
1: not only is it an issue but they're going to kill two hundred thousand poor cows that could be stakes for
0: all of us but that why don't they like they should have a sale or something like they're going to go to waste send it to
1: gaza they'll have it with the challah
0: <laughs> i mean i would rather send it to israel right yes. they would have a party too
1: yes yes
0: right get the- get a couple of Sheikhs down there and just they'll have a party
1: like, I just keep imagining, like, 200,000 cows. And, like, just the the thought of what that looks like. An army, a massive army and of what cows. What are they
0: even going to do with them once they're dead? Great question. Right? You have to bury them. There's no other, like... I mean, it sounds horrible, but it's going to be like a mass cow grave.
1: I mean, maybe they are going to eat them. Maybe they are going to uh, use them. Uh, I mean... It would be insane to me that they would just kill them when they're starving people in the world, starving Yidden in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is like a typical business idea for like, this is a typical Jewish business idea. You understand? For sure. For sure. Like, Shmiel, you heard? There's 200,000 cows, <laughs> they're going under. We could, If we can get there with, with chita knives, <laughs> we'll have a chance of really making it this time. Will undercut the whole market.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll have to follow up with that. We have to. We'll have to follow up with this. More story. research needed. More research definitely. Needed. Yeah. When is
0: this slated to happen? Any clue? Yeah, So it's going to be happening over the next three years. Uh, you know what? I want the Irish authorities to be inundated with letters, right? From Hasidim. From- <laughs> <laughs> We're getting so many letters here. <laughs> They all, they all want to save the cows. <laughs> We've got a letter here from, from a Chiam and another <laughs> one from Shmeel. I'm not sure who these people are, but they all've got weird names.
1: And in a story that I couldn't even make up, North Korea has been elected to the World Health Organization.
0: That's the last country. Are they the last country? <laughs> yes.
1: <Are> they- yes. <laughs> I mean, they should be the uh, It's mind boggling. I mean, you know that in North Korea, so you have North Korea and South Korea, right? They are ethnically the same, right? There are families who are literally split. Really? Yeah, I I actually used to have a coworker whose family was like her aunt was in North Korea, like when the split happened, and they haven't had contact with them. I think I mentioned this on the cast previously. And the interesting thing is that they're so undernourished in North Korea that the average height in North Korea is less than what it is in South Korea. But does
0: that have to do with nutrition? Absolutely.
1: That's exactly but what you it has won't, to do with.
0: You won't grow like all those tales that my mother told me are real yeah. true. Like if you don't eat your broccoli, yeah. yes. you no. will not grow?
1: Forget about broccoli. If you're just eating dog you know, once a week because there's no food, yes, you're not going to grow. You're,
0: you're malnourished. Things are that bad there, huh? Yes. Do you know that what he did with the dogs, right? No. In North Korea, it became illegal to own a dog. They took all the dogs out killed them and fed them to the population oh.
1: i would say it surprises me but it really doesn't surprise me i mean it's a it the whole north korea is just i mean it's one giant prison for its people that's so really what it I, is.
0: like i thought that that would the, the allegedly the reason is because they don't want man and an animal being friendly like, it's too much, it's too friendly. Too
1: much laughter right. in North too Korea. Much, too much <laughs> happiness. Too much happiness.
0: <laughs> but I think at the end of it, it was really a food concern.
1: Oh, meaning because you right. have to, right. Right. The, the animals you, are going to eat the food, it, it, and we don't have enough food to go around. No. We need, oh, we need the, the dogs to feed the people. Oh, my gosh.
0: How, how sick is it? That's, yeah.
1: Well, they're now on the World Health Organization, which means if you... Didn't trust the World Health Organization before, you definitely are not going to trust them anymore. Moving south into South Korea, this one is also almost too hard to believe. There was a woman who got hooked on true crime podcasts, as many of us have. You know, I mean, if you've ever tried any true crime podcasts, there's something
0: addictive about it. I've never tried one.
1: You never I need tried you to- cereal?
0: Never oh Serials! i need you to recommend one for me
1: well Serial is like the quintessential true crime podcast it was uh, i mean it led to now the the subject of Serial. well maybe i shouldn't give it away but that's really where most people start and so i get it you know it's 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 possible to get really hooked and so this woman in in south korea she got so hooked that allegedly now she went and actually killed someone because she wanted to know what it would feel like
0: no yes and it's a direct result of the podcast yes that's crazy well i should clarify
1: it doesn't say podcasts it does say true crime tv and books but i'm throwing podcasts
0: in there because because she was probably listening was probably, let's be honest yeah let's be honest she was on the podcast so and and there should be a movement maybe to shut these down but that's the truth is you hear this a lot right depiction of violence yeah this is this is what they're talking about yeah they're talking about it causes people to do crazy things
1: i mean it, the police looked at her phone they saw it once again and we mentioned this every time they found months and months worth of search history on how to hide a corpse oh like do people like just are they that
0: dumb they think they live in a bubble no but like like nobody will see my right, google search right I'm gonna murder this person. (laughs) (laughs) What are the odds they're gonna check my search history? Yeah, I bet she thought she had this down. Like, because you know, like they discuss strategy, right? And how you know how they did it, right? Right? And and sometimes it's intriguing, right? Sure. And then I guess it would lead someone to think that they can commit the perfect murder.
1: This one, this woman didn't even try. Forget perfect. She didn't even try. It was like she was just, you know, she was just winging it. It sounds like.
0: I mean, I imagine she wasn't aiming to get caught. Uh, I'm sure not, but
1: she's not aiming to get caught, but she did a really lousy job. I mean, she used a taxi to get the corpse to a wooded area.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's a little crazy. That's crazy. Because the taxi driver called the cops. Right. (laughs) How hard did she try? Wait, but what do you have to have in a suitcase to have... (laughs) The taxi driver, right. no The Uber guy is like, he's probably the one loading the right the suitcase into right. the back, right? And he's like, "What do you have in here, lady? <laughs> right? What are we traveling with rocks? <laughs> this is two hundred and fifty pounds." So he got suspicious when she asked to be dropped off in the middle of the woods <laughs> with her suitcase, <laughs> right? Just that's and all a I need. <laughs> <laughs> so he called the cops. It's I not mean, rocket yeah. science. Yeah. It's
1: not rocket science. And also in Asia. Baruch Hashem, China is digging a 10,000-meter hole in the ground.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is the point, though? We don't know. So they just have a, a...
1: You know how, like, when we were kids and they would say, like, you could dig a hole to China? Yeah. I think they're just trying to find out if that's true. They're trying
0: to dig a hole back.
1: They're trying to dig a hole back.
0: But what, what's interesting to me is, like, there is already a super deep hole. Yeah, we covered it on the cast. Did we? Yes, we did. It's called... What is it called? Hold on. The Kola Super Deep... Yes, borehole. I think it is.
1: You're right. It's the Kola well. It is the it is the deepest. So that's but that's,
0: that's in Russia, and I think if I think it's forty thousand feet. I 20, think twenty three thousand uh, doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, you want to argue? No, with, it's, uh, I think it's forty. Check it.
1: Union University. I'm checking it. Twenty three thousand feet. Oh, but. According to Wikipedia, however, it is 40,000 feet. You are right. I knew it.
0: I knew it wasn't 20,000 feet. (laughs) Amateur hole.
1: So what I was thinking when I saw this is so like they're going to be spending all this money. It's a major event. They're saying that they're going to do it. They want to do it because they want to look at like uh, the substrata and see if they could determine things that happen throughout history and ecological things throughout history. Right. So they're going to be analyzing as they dig. But Instead of spending all that money, just fly over a couple of Hamas guys. They'll do it for free.
0: What, build a hole? Oh, yeah. tunnels. Yeah. Interesting. Right? But you know, what's interesting is is that it gets very hot. Yes. The further down you go. And it's also interesting that we haven't like proverbially even scratched the surface of the world. At all. True, isn't that crazy? And and to me, I think I think, and don't quote me because I don't know where it is, but I think the Talmud talks about it and says there is alien life form, but not in outer space; it's underneath. Interesting, yeah. Gemara talks about Gemara that? talks about this. Interesting. I can't quote where, but I'm pretty sure the Gemara talks about it and says there are different life forms that occur under ground fascinating yeah that's uh, and once again don't quote me but i think they stopped digging the cola uh well because not only did they they, heard voices yes no yes (laughs) how did you know that because
1: i'm I'm making fun of you no
0: (laughs) (laughs) i can't confirm it 100 because i don't remember but i'm telling you they heard weird things going on
1: well i cannot believe it you are almost correct
0: okay i'll take almost yeah
1: yeah so so here's an article uh and it says scientist dug biggest hole ever and discovered quote sound of H E L L.
0: Ooh, yeah. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> Why not at this point? <laughs> you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a regular day, Machna <laughs> <laughs> Yehuda. I don't hear Gehenham, sorry.
1: Are you kidding? That was Gehenham. That that was literally out in my head I'm like, oh, so they found Gehenham. All right, cool.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I just think that no big deal they found. Gahanam. Listen, listen, people are doing stuff or things are doing things. I it didn't sound like anybody was suffering terribly.
1: What did you not hear this? It same just thing sounded like a
0: market. No think it about didn't. it. It sounded like a crowded airport. Okay. We right? were listening to two separate <laughs> things. Huh? Next flight to the surface.
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. That was pretty scary to me.
0: So, it's interesting because um, the Zaya talks about seven underground worlds. So, Ooh. it may not be from the Gemara, but the ah. Zaya talks about seven worlds underground. And if you think about that a second, I don't know how you deal with the temperature because the temperature is 300 degrees plus. It's, it's scary stuff. It's scary stuff. And, and like if, you, if you're saying that we're not alone, right, we might not be. But it's not from outer space. It's from inner space.
1: Ah, I see what you did there. Mm. Interesting. Okay, let's move back to the United States just to give some quick updates. Once again, our glorious leader has tripped. <laughs> I know you get upset at me that I bring it up, but I, I have do. to. I have
0: to bring it up. You see, I was wrong. I said, when he doesn't fall, it's news. Obviously, I was wrong. This was the fall like, that was seen around the world yes because the minute it happened like literally the minute that video was like wildfire yes i'm gonna play it
1: i'll tell you why i want to play it even though they're not going to see it because what gets me is the crowd who was in the middle of cheering and then he takes a tumble and then everyone's like "Ah!" right (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) like there's an element of surprise which is good i suppose here listen to it
1: right you see what i'm saying but then you know someone pointed this out to me he said you know the funniest part of the whole video is when he like as they're helping him up because he couldn't get up by himself he like points back to the floor like to trip me over there (laughs) (laughs) the stationary
0: But then later on, he did say he was sandbagged. Yes. yes. So I don't know if there was sandbags yes, on the they, stage. Yes, they
1: claimed that there was a sandbag. But the sandbag was stationary. It was there, and nobody else had
0: a problem with it. Right. But he had a problem with it. But you know what's interesting also to me is that no matter how many times he falls, he's okay. Right? <laughs> I mean, how many, like, like older people, wow, like, that's they'll interesting. break a hip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you and he keeps going down. Good, you're
1: taking a nice. I like your approach. See, there's a positive it's in a positive. everything, bro. He's like he's unbreakable.
0: Yeah, it's like he's made out of like he's, Teflon.
1: Right. No, well, that's Donald Trump. <laughs>
0: right. The sorry. Tef-
1: no, that's Donald Trump, the Teflon Don, famously true. But that is a very interesting
0: observation. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Like- he
1: should use that. He should totally use that. No,
0: I'm not kidding. In his next, in his next presidential campaign.
1: Look, they, he
0: can't deny that he keeps falling, right? Right. You show me one person that can take a fall like, <laughs> <laughs> like Joe Biden. And get
1: up every time. It's amazing. Yeah. That's a good point. He fell on his bike. That was a big fall on the bike.
0: You yeah, that know, was slammed, just sideways. Yeah, but he
1: slammed. It was a full body slam and he, he got up. He was
0: okay. This man is drinking his milk.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got give, to gotta give him credit. And what people don't know is the day after, or, or even the same day, he was coming out of Marine One, which is the helicopter that when any helicopter that the president is on is, is called Marine One. He was coming out of Marine One and he bumped his head on, the, on Marine One while the press was all
0: there waiting for him. That was the second one in the same day. It was the same day, right? I think so. I think he was wearing the same suit. And he's like he was like rubbing the back of his head. Oh, I didn't see video of that. You yeah, saw yeah, yeah. video of it? I don't think they show the actual bump, but they show him rubbing his head on the way out. And maybe that's why he forgot to salute the Marine, because ah. he was basically busy saluting the wall of the helicopter. But another thing I liked was Donald Trump. He didn't jump all over it like you thought he would.
1: Right.
0: Right. Right. He was like, oh, "I just hope he's okay. I hope he's okay." He
1: didn't. Yeah, he didn't bash him at right. all.
0: Yep. Yeah. Because it was too easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like
1: us. The same way you say, "Don't, don't even mention you, it." Right.
0: So, so he was just saying that you have to tiptoe. Like, if you have a situation, no,
1: he said that because he was referring to himself. When he, yeah. When yeah. he was walking down the ramp and everybody made fun of him because he was tiptoeing right he was at west point he was going down a ramp and it was slippery it, 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 apparently there was rain or something previously and he was he was going very slow and you remember the press went crazy about it about how he's unfit to be president because he was walking down the ramp slow so he did refer to that but yeah he very un-trump like he did not take a swing at him because well,
0: it was too easy even for trump and
1: he's also old himself
0: yeah he's pushing 80.
1: yeah exactly he easily could be in that position so he's probably like preparing everyone like you know this might be me in in a year in four years time exactly so and also crazy was this uh cessna that was supposed to be going to i think it was new york and it ended up going to washington dc violating the airspace of washington dc without permission f-16s were scrambled to i guess take it out unlike September 11th, where they were unprepared and they well, didn't have fighter jets at 9-11.
0: Well, take it out is, is a very strong term. I think they just I need to see what's happening. Right? Yeah, Why but, are we not getting a response from this? No, oh, no, no.
1: They were going to take it out. They had authorization on 9-11, but the, after the second plane hit, this is a fact, they were given authorization to take out the third plane from the president himself if they have to take it out.
0: Well, at that point, that's very understandable because right. you know they're trying to do more damage.
1: Right. And the pilots also released, like, flares because they were trying to get the pilots' attention. So, you know, like, fighter just have flares, almost like fireworks in the sky type of thing, and nothing was working.
0: Because uh, they were obviously all out. They were unconscious, yeah.
1: So from the facts that we have, we know that they were unconscious. Um, probably similar to that the uh, Malaysian Airlines but we, we still don't know why or what happened. Uh, the owner of the Cessna is, seems to be a conservative, uh, a major donor to the conservative party and to Donald Trump.
0: What does that have to do with anything?
1: Nothing. But every. Just
0: <laughs> figured you'd throw that in?
1: <laughs> because the media, every news article saying it. Because they, I don't know what they're trying to, you know, what's the innuendo here? Like conservatives, mm. they crash planes.
0: But w- with, it ended up crashing, but. Yes. Where?
1: No survivors. In a forest.
0: Right, in Virginia, I think. Yeah. So it's interesting that you're bringing that up because I saw a story this week also. There was a YouTuber that crashed his own plane. Yes. That's just right. to get, like, views on YouTube. Yes. He did that, like, a year ago. Yes. And now he's being sentenced to 20 years in jail.
1: Deserved. Do you think so?
0: Yes. He's going to do 20 years. He didn't hurt anyone.
1: But did you see how they, how they, they caught him? Like, regular people caught him really quickly. People noticed that, for example, he's a pilot. He got into the pilot's chair wearing a parachute. <laughs> Nobody does that.
0: Right. I guess that's uh, right. clue number one. But I don't think you could convict off of that fact alone. No,
1: I'm sure they have a lot more than that. But he got in wearing the wearing the parachute with the... Uh, with the understanding that he was going to crash the
0: plane and jump out before it crashed, right? He ended up admitting to that. Yes. So he admitted, yeah, that- because
1: he also they have evidence that he didn't try to land, right? So uh, whatever it is, you try to land. I mean, Sully landed the the plane in the Hudson River. This guy. You're telling me you couldn't even try to and land a
0: rocky mountainous area, but it doesn't matter what he thought or what we see. He just he admitted. He's right. like, I did it for YouTube views. <laughs> Finished.
1: We are living in the social media age. It's
0: but it's it's insane. It's crazy. But twenty years is also a lot. Like you what didn't you? hurt he didn't hurt anybody. Let's let's go over the facts. Okay. He got into a plane, videoed the whole thing from multiple angles, said, I'm just I'm gonna leave the plane. While it's flying, parachute down. Yeah, what could go wrong? See- <laughs> what could go wrong? It's <laughs> fine. He obviously saw, you know, or picked a, 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 an area where he's not going to hit any civilians or any people or homes. And, and that's exactly what happened. It just crashed in the wilderness. Like, why is he getting 20 years?
1: It's a deterrent. You have to give him 20 years because a plane is a weapon of mass destruction. That's that's literally what it yeah. is. Exactly, yeah. And... If if this guy would have got off easier, I would be uncomfortable. I'm more comfortable knowing that this guy is going to be put away and every other criminal in the world who has any idea,
0: not even criminal, YouTuber. Any YouTuber
1: <laughs> you know who has any crazy idea like this is going to think twice.
0: I mean, I think 10 years is is enough of a deterrent. No. But people are behind it. No one's protesting this sentence. They're like, "You know what?" Why don't you make us a video about what it's like in jail?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Absolutely. Coming out of New Mexico, the Sonic chain, you know, they're they're a fast food place. So authorities are saying that a 54-year-old guy named Jeffrey Salazar had a bag of cocaine while he was working, and he lost it, and it ended up in a woman's hot dog. And she found it after she took took a bite of that hot dog.
0: You know, like, it's a funny story, but if she swallowed that bag... That's probably the end of her. Really? I would imagine.
1: No. Don't they, like, drug runners (laughs) do things,
0: right? they swallow them? Don't they swallow them, (laughs) them, right? They put them
1: in bags and swallow them, and then they go to the bathroom, and that's how they get them out? Oy. Right? I'm not making this up,
0: am I? I think they're called mules.
1: Okay. See? (laughs) (laughs) See?
0: (laughs) But I think it has to be a certain gauge of plastic that can't be broken down by the body. So it's definitely risky. You know I mean, right if,
1: you're saying that well would the cocaine have killed her
0: i would imagine
1: right because it's so much it's so much right it's a full right.
0: bag right and and like
1: you know a disturbing amount of information about
0: these things <laughs>
1: just gonna put I'm that well-rounded
0: out i would just say i'm well-rounded okay
1: okay so the um the article says that police looked at the surveillance video and they see salazar at some point after he served these hot dogs quote frantically searching for something he lost after fulfilling
0: the order yeah i mean i gotta see that video i imagine that that little baggie was probably his entire week's pay really it's expensive stuff wow he panicked
1: did he panic because he lost the money or did he panic because he just possibly poisoned someone to death
0: or did he panic because he lost his fix he had a whole night planned
1: (laughs) And getting back to politics just for a second so you know robert kennedy jr robert f kennedy jr who is i believe the nephew of jfk he's announced he's running for president on the democrat side right he's taking on joe biden for the nomination for president which means he's basically not going to go anywhere
0: because usually the nomination goes to the incumbent exactly he's not going to get the support But, but like why even try
1: because he's a weirdo okay He's a conspiracy theorist. He's a weirdo. He's an anti-Semite. He has pictures with uh, Code Pink.
0: Oh, wow. You're coming out strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was ready for this. I mean, I don't know that much about him. Yeah, Google it. I know this. I know that I don't really like have questions about why he's running. The question I have is what donor would support a campaign that is 99% going nowhere?
1: It's an excellent question i'm glad you asked no i'm not i don't have an answer to
0: that (laughs) i wasn't prepared for that i was ready i was like lay it on me
1: so he he's been called uh anti-semitic he has pictures with uh you know various uh, like uh farrakhan
0: no he just recently said something ridiculous like i didn't know he was anti-semitic or something like that well no
1: he he said um he, he was talking he compared the u.s lockdown to germany under the nazis and he said quote even in hitler's germany you could cross the alps to switzerland you could hide in an attic like anne frank did now that's the dumbest thing i could have ever heard from any politician ever are you seriously comparing COVID lockdowns to what was going on to the jews in germany and what happened to anne frank
0: yeah wildly inappropriate wildly inappropriate So, so he was interviewed recently wait a second i think he got in trouble like recently for being pro roger's roger waters
1: yes yes oh my gosh i'm so happy you brought that up you're right he tweeted um here it is he wrote quote roger you are the global hero orwell had in mind when he said quote in a time of universal deceit telling the truth is a revolutionary act the high priests of the totalitarian orthodoxies are trying to silence you with censorship gaslighting and defamation please keep speaking truth to power
0: Wow. So nice, that's cool. That's pretty straight up. Yeah. <laughs> but also then he apologized. He he's apologized. Like, I didn't because know. He's a politician. I didn't know Roger Waters was an anti-semite. Right.
1: And it's ironic because his father was murdered by Sirhan Sirhan, a Palestinian Arab. Hmm. So, you wouldn't expect this from a, you know, from someone like him. And I'm happy you brought up Roger Waters, by the way. We do have to clarify something, and this is thanks to one of our fans and avid listener that's Abe from Bergenfield so he took exception to what i said what i said about roger waters about how pink floyd's hits were not really attributable to him and so i will clarify that roger waters did have a bunch of hits and he was extremely instrumental in assisting uh whether it be with writing whether it be backup vocals whether it be with the music of other pink floyd hits so uh and he also mentioned that roger waters his concert compared to david gilmore it seems he knows how to really throw a concert I, i'm not praising roger waters i'm just repeating what this fan had said <laughs> yes <laughs> so uh, he, he he clarified that he had seen roger waters way before his uh, anti-semitism was was obvious and he actually mentioned that he was in the first concert where he flew out the the pig with the jewish star how long was this email it was long <laughs> <laughs> he mentioned that uh, actually when he saw when the pig the first time he actually flew it it had a jewish star on it it had a cross and it had a crescent on it so
0: equal opportunity
1: right he was just saying like you know organized religion is the enemy now as we know the cross and the crescent have gone and now it's just the jewish star Mm. because that's how he rolls so anyway robert kennedy back to robert kennedy he was interviewed and in the interview he said I do meditations every day. That's the kind of nature of my that's kind of the nature of my meditations. I have a lot of conversations with dead people. Mm. <laughs> Conven- convenient. So of course he got laughed at.
0: Oh, so he has like kind of a sixth sense. Exactly. Interesting.
1: Exactly. And so he was ridiculed, obviously, for this endlessly. So then he followed it up. Like, how do you fix that? Like, yeah, I I converse every day with dead people.
0: (laughs) How do you fix that? I don't know if anybody can come back from that.
1: (laughs) So then he followed it up and he said they are quote they are one way prayers for strength and wisdom. i get no strategic advice from the dead <laughs>
0: no he that's oddly specific though right i get no strategic advice <laughs> i get regular <clears throat> advice though
1: right? <laughs> so we've been having a lot of stories about bears right so we had that story about the bear who drank all the soda
0: oh and he stopped at the diet that's right that's right,
1: <laughs> right. and then we had the bear who broke into the bakery and ate dozens and dozens of cupcakes in connecticut And then uh, you actually shared a video of uh, a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of kids playing in
0: Muncie. Yeah, the bear was in the background.
1: Right. That was a scary video.
0: Oh, yeah, that was very scary. Yes. Because you see, like, regular from kids, like, playing on the swings, and the bear is in the background. Like, there's a little separation. It's not their backyard, but it's the neighbor's backyard. The bear just strolls through... And then, like, I guess there's an older girl that's watching the kids. Once she sees that, she grabs them all and just runs for the house. But that's terrifying.
1: Absolutely terrifying.
0: And they have a video of this uh, that obviously we'll include in the WhatsApp. But, again, like, what do you do?
1: Well, you don't run, right? (laughs) I think we covered this. They say not to run, right? Because you will never outrun a bear. I don't know what you do we 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 covered this i forget what it is do you play dead do you not play dead i I, forget
0: you know what there's another video that i saw that took place at a national park and it was hikers yes yes We, we covered that they stayed still yes and the bear is sniffing them and and just like like brushing up against them and they're still
1: terrifying terrifying
0: like that i don't know that i can make it through one of those encounters no absolutely not but these people did yeah. like when it's go time i feel like you just you get the strength like you don't have a choice
1: no I, I think the opposite i think you run i i think you fight or flight right so there's no like when they say fight or flight it's not fight or flight or play dead it's fight or flight so your or brain-
0: freeze it is fi- fight or flight or freeze i never heard that yes google it right now
1: i don't believe it
0: <laughs> when are you going to start believing <laughs> I kind of make. It, I, I still. When did they wait? It's, I took psychology, and I, I don't remember the freeze. It's seventy eight episodes, and you still, I still question. You still question. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I guess I guess you're right.
0: Well, but, now in Connecticut. But when you watched that video, right? It, that wasn't a freeze, a, a fight or flight freeze. This was trained. Like you have to train for something like that. They were composed, right? They no. they weren't you, 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 frozen out of fear. They were frozen intentionally. Oh, the hikers,
1: you mean? Yeah. Oh, you're not talking about the Muncie? No, they ran. they ran. Yeah, <laughs> they ran. <laughs> but they were okay, Baruch Hashem.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it was a short distance to the house. If you can get into your patio, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and make it to safety, then do that.
1: So Connecticut now, because of what's been going on, they now approve the use of deadly force against the bears. So now that means if you're in Muncie and you know you have a bear problem, it's time to get a shotgun.
0: Wait a second. First of all, the law was passed in Connecticut, not in Muncie. Oh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> so before you send off people to state prison, you know, just get the laws of the uh, of, of your county clear. Thank but, you. But but even in Connecticut, like. Prior to this, you could not shoot a bear that was aiming for your throat? Like, what, That's a good question. What, what, I want to know what the chiddish is here. That's
1: a good question. You know what, what I'm saying? It's like, you're going to go to jail now because right. you killed the bear? Exactly. But, right.
0: <laughs> so we're approving it. Don't worry. Shoot with impunity because we will, no, we will we not. We won't prosecute the you. The authorities will not come after you. So, yeah, we need a little uh, Clark out on it. We do.
1: We do. So thanks for clarifying. If you are in Connecticut, it's time to get that shotgun.
0: And if you're in Muncie, you might want to get the shotgun.
1: Yeah, because like you said, what are they going to do if you shoot if you shoot the bear? You're not going to jail. Let's be serious. What else? That's going to bring this episode to a close. But watch for the release of our Casey Bites episodes, where we bring you little stories that we couldn't get to or stories that got cut from the cast. Join our WhatsApp group because that's where we're going to keep you informed.
0: You know, somebody on Spotify called these Casey Bites small but mighty. Ah, well said. (laughs) But you can also leave comments on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, you can now leave a comment on each episode.
1: Right. And we read every comment because it's up to us to publish them. So when you you leave a bad comment, we just don't publish it. (laughs) So you may as well leave a good one. (laughs) And like we said, people, send us your voice notes. You may be on the next guest. You may be a featured guest, a virtually featured guest. And
0: not even know it.
1: And not even know it. So send us your voice notes. And you can only do that by joining our WhatsApp group. Again, the link is in the show notes or visiting our website, kiddersclubpodcast.com.
0: Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with someone that you think would enjoy it. Of course, you know you can follow us on social. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Follow us there. You can also reach out to us by email. It's hock, H-O-C-K, at clubpodcast.com. And you can support the cast by visiting us at buymeacoffee.com slash club. The link is in the show notes. And we are out.
1: It's nice to be back,
0: everybody, and back to you. <laughs> I hate this, why do I hate starting You're saying, you're saying speak to, uh sorry. You're saying speak to, I can't hear anymore, <clears throat> I'm You're saying speak to the individual. Giving free the to the yeshivas. To the what am I saying?
1: And moving along, uh, Lawmakers in Ireland. What happened to my voice there? Moving along. Lawmakers in Ireland. What the heck?
0: To have <laughs> the taxi driver. know right, The Uber guy is like, oh, no.
1: And this episode is copyright kiddish club media.